Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Happy long weekend Monday to you. Yes, just hours away from the kids going to school for the first time, meeting their new teachers. My neighbor, by the way, we're good friends with our neighbor. Um, She was saying to my wife as they were going back and forth, yeah, you know, day one, it's kind of a mail-in. They're only there for two hours, and it actually takes about a week before the kids are really, quote, unquote, back into school. I'm like, just enjoy those two hours. You know, the kids are back. They got to get their swag. They got to get back into the rhythm as well. It's going to take a little bit of time, but everybody's going to be just fine. Now, the million-dollar question is your kid goes to school, be it for two hours or for seven, what are you packing for them? That question's got a couple of different angles here. I mean, are, are we sending them with a full lunch for the first day? Are we having trouble making ends meet? Are we wondering how we're going to feed our kids in the next couple of days and weeks? That's a real question for some. So to talk about this a little bit more, Karen Curtis, uh, Community Kitchen Facilitator at Family Services of Greater Vancouver. Karen, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. Well, I can tell you this, uh, whether I like what I got in my package or not when it comes to my lunch, I'm very honored and very happy that I have a lunch. And I know there's certain families out there that are starting to feel the pressures knowing that for the next five days out of a week, they've got to send their kids to school with food. Um, Are there any ideas right now when it comes to getting creative and, and maybe helping with all that inflation out there to keep the price down? I think there are, actually. I've got quite a few ideas. Well, let's get into it. (laughs) I think that parents are feeling that pressure regardless of whether they are struggling to pay for the groceries or not. On the one hand, it's expensive. On the other hand, are your kids going to eat it? And I don't think any of us are in a position to be throwing money away on food that our kids won't eat. So my sort of first advice is to get your children involved in what you're feeding them. Ask them what they want. Ask them if they will help you make it. Take them to the grocery store. Have them pick out certain fruits that they may want to try or vegetables that they might want to try. Shop the outsides of the store rather than the insides of the store. We've all heard that stuff before. But as far as actually feeding them goes, um, I've been recommending that parents try and introduce a lot more um, plant-based items like legumes into the food. There's easy ways to mix those into foods so that you can really, really stretch your dollar as well as increase the nutrition content in foods that are familiar, like pizza sauce. Throw it into, throw a can of lentils into a thing of pizza sauce, blast it up in the blender, and use that as a base for a tortilla pizza or a non pizza or something like that. Kids mm-hmm. like cold pizza. So, you know, one of the things that my kids said to me, and I'll never forget it as long as I live, they said, Dad, I don't care what you send me with, just don't send me to school with something that smells. And, <laughs> I, uh, you know, as silly as that sounds, when you're sitting in a cafeteria or you're amongst your friends, the last thing you don't want to do is, you know, pull back something out of the saran wrap or something that's, you know, a tuna fish or something that all of a sudden your buddy's like, yeah, that smells gross. So it was always keep it simple, stupid, when it came to being a parent. Is, is that practical or is that logical? Um, I think, I'm not sure how old you are, Rob, but I know in 49. my day, 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then, um, yeah, that is something that we dealt with as kids. And I think nowadays there's so many more um, cultures that we're going to school with that I think the smells are not as offensive as they used to be. Mm-hmm. This probably isn't coming out right, but things like that smell good and we're used to smelling them. But you'll notice I still didn't recommend tuna, even <laughs> if it is a cheap source of protein. Well, I don't think whatever culture you are, tuna ever smells good. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is I love tuna subs, but yet when somebody cracks a can of tuna at home, it's the first thing I'm like, that's disgusting. It's just yep. the way that it is. And, and I've also learned in the workplace environment, I'm not going to say who, but don't ever microwave fish. That's another uh, buzzkill in the workplace. But focusing on these kids, um, Karen, you mentioned legumes. You mentioned a couple of different, you know, smart ways to maybe, um, I, I guess you would say, make a lunch more robust. I also say the one fear that I have is sending my kid to school with too much sugar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that is a huge concern. Children do need carbohydrates, which is what sugar is, but it's much better if those carbohydrates come in the form of whole grains or even the carbs that are in things like chickpeas and lentils. Um, if you want to give your children a nice sweet treat, one of my favorite go-tos is chia pudding. And you just take chia seeds yeah. and a non-dairy milk and sweeten it with a little bit of honey or a little bit of maple syrup. Maybe use jam instead of of uh, the honey or the maple syrup so you get a fruity thing. And you're controlling the sugar. They're getting whole grains. They're getting calcium. They're getting protein. And it's a great little snack that you can throw in their lunch kit. And, and Karen, if memory serves me correct, you do that just before you go to bed, right? Is you end up just having to soak the chia seeds and the next thing you know, when you wake up, they've all coagulated and you got yourself a pretty good snack. Am I, am I right on that? Absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. And that's something you can, you can do with your do kid. That. Sure. You can do that on a Sunday. Oh, Even I your dog, dog likes it. I love it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but you can, you can do that. Like take a Sunday afternoon with your family and prepare you know, 10 jars of chia pudding or 10 jars of overnight oats and they're ready to grab and go first thing in the morning when you, uh, when you leave the house. Genius. So, well, this is good. I've already got some great tidbits from you and I appreciate you doing that. I know some of our listeners are scratching their head, wondering what they're going to do for food and how they can keep that sugar content down. So Karen, this was great feedback. I appreciate your time. I hope you enjoyed well, the last couple of hours of your long weekend. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. Take good care.